When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Well met, fellow adventurers. We are back with Sir Crokington. And we are back on Songard Isle. Now, we've spent too much time in the keep. And it's filled with people who are trying to kill us. And various secrets that we do not understand. So let's go somewhere where, at least if people are trying to kill us, they're open about it. And I'm open about trying to kill them. It's just just classic adventure. Want to fight some goblins. And it just so happens there's a quest to do that, called The Outpost. This is given by Thrakir. Who deals with all the regular soldiery business. Yeah, you know, the thing the thing that the whole Sangard expedition was supposedly about. Fighting off fighting off the the trolls and the goblins, setting up Sangard and getting lots lots of really nice stuff. Like gold and silver and gems and really good stuff. Stone. The outpost. In the forested hills along the northern edge of the warring wood, an enemy owl cave has been discovered. Start the adventure. Here we go. When you are approached by Thakir and asked if you're ready to lend your service to the cause, your heart leaps. It's the first hint of true adventure you've had since setting foot on the island. What about that footstep thing? Well... This, of course, adventure doesn't know if you've done footsteps. So, even if you did footsteps first, it's just the order of telling. You actually did this one first. It's a troubling matter, really, he says, when the two of you are alone in the privacy of his chambers within the keep. My commander's been telling me for weeks of raid against our patrols along the outer markers. Narok said, Narok they say, and coming from the north southern edge of the warring woods, it seems we've at last found the source of this trouble. Now there's a link to the warring wood. The warring wood. The ever-present winds that howl through the towering trees of the ancient forest have give, given rise to its name, the warring wood. According to legend, the abode of a mysterious sorcerer is hidden deep within the wood. Hmm. Maybe we'll meet her. And maybe she can explain. Or him. 
Yeah, him, apparently. Maybe he could explain some of what's going on, because I don't have a really much of a clue at all. And even after having played through the entire thing, still not entirely sure. It's very... Secrets and lies. Secrets and lies. Takia tells you that a group of scouts has located a cave just inside the southern edge of the Warring Wood. According to the scouts, the cave and the area around it show signs of recent habitation. I'm certain the cave is serving as an outpost to the Nanowak, he says resolutely. I'm asking you, regular dude, to personally investigate it and take whatever means necessary to ensure the attacks on our patrols cease. You politely ask Thakwa why doesn't he send a large force to deal with the goblins, for he seems initially put off by the question, his demeanour softens, and he gives you what you feel is an honest answer. We've been forbidden to move beyond the outer markers by the order of the Thane. Ooh, that is curious. I mean, I can understand why he wouldn't sent said off missions because the keep isn't ready yet and you want to have a really solid fortification to go back to in case you somehow manage to uh, somehow manage to attract an army of 5000 or something like that which presumably could happen it's not my recommendation mind you but we all must follow orders it's the scouts who brought me this information have acted on my command, regular dude. And I shall be for ble- I shall be to blame if word of the excursion past the mark as which is certain is. I am prepared to accept the consequences for it. For I feel that by acting, I may lessen the danger for those who serve under me. I believe I do. Hmm. What is the same planning? Or was there just so many of those villainous Tarzal around? He needs his entire army just to keep them in check. Even if they don't know about them. They're still, you know, helpful. <laughs> uh, you tell Thakir that you're willing to deal with the suspected Nadwok outpost, and he seems pleased by your eager acceptance of the task. He then displays a map of the southern portion of the island, pointing out both the warring wood and the precise location of the cave believed to be serving as an Anorak lair. As with the location of the cave and Thakir's assurance that you may safely pass the outer markers, decide to proceed at once with the mission. Thakir wishes you luck, tells you that, that your acceptance of the task has already told him much of what he is much of what he has desired to learn about your character. Report back to me when you need to, he says. And, regular dude, take care. Note. To each suspected Nenowak outpost, select a travel option from Sargar Keep and make your way to the Warring Wood. Alright. Bye-bye, Thakir. Stop exploring. And I'm the only person on all of Sargard Island. Because in the game you don't spend that long there. I mean, in compared to some other places, anyway, you tend to spend maybe a, a few days going through Sangard, 
doing all the everything it has to offer, and then you're done with it. You're done with it. You can't go back. Because, well, okay, I, okay, I, that's a bit of a spoiler, sorry about that. But there's no, okay, there's nothing more to do there. Right, travel, the hold, Southern Sargard, the Taken Lands, the Warring Wood. Locations near the Warring Wood, the cave. Here we go. Visiting the cave. You make your way to the edge of the Warring Wood, and soon find yourself standing before the cave you've come here seeking. Alright. You're standing to the south of the dark mouth of a well-hidden cave, just inside the southern edge of the Warring Wood. The rugged, hilly forest terrain that surrounds the cave provide ample cover if you should wish to rest here. Well, I don't wish to, but I will, I will remember that. I could move to the northern mouth of the cave, but I don't see any particular reason to. It'll all go to the same place. Enter the cave. Gripping your trusted light source, with your every nerve tingling in anticipation of the danger you like to face here. You take your four first cautious steps into the cave. Okay, I'm in the southwest corner of the cave. And it, it, it's going north with paths off to the side. You're standing just inside the mouth of the cave. Now and again, distant, sometimes muffled sounds reach your ears from somewhere deep in the twisting passages of this uninvited lair. Alright, going north. Your progress along the cave is suddenly interrupted. Three Nanowak emerge from the shadows and immediately charge forward and attack. Well, well of course they are. This is possibly their home. Vicious goblins savagely tear at you with their claws. And they are slain. 5 XP. You spend a few moments making certain there are no more of the wicked goblins lurking about in the shadows. Only when you're certain that you're no longer in any immediate danger, do you once again set off on your way along the passage. Alright, going west, something scuttles across your feet in the darkness. Alright, going north, suddenly. Pick your number, bonus of 53. 18 for woodmanship and 35 from feathery. So feathery is half, half whatever your feathery skill is. And I only have to get 50, so I cannot fail. Pick now. 88, success with 8 XP to general. You suddenly spot a well-concealed length of thin claw cord stretched across the breadth of the passage ahead. A close examination reveals that cord is a triggering mechanism for an elaborate deadly trap that of course a stab of stone suspended from the ceiling to fall upon you. To a few moments of careful, tedious work, you manage to successfully disarm the trap. Alright, going north, no alcove to the west, alright now we're going, getting closer to the main part. Oh, another question mark to the east. Your, pro your slow but steady progress along the shadowy cave passage is brought to an abrupt halt by a sudden and unwelcome sighting of a group of nanorocks standing just ahead. The horrid creatures, their faces hideously decorated with dried streaks of blood, have yet to spot you. 
distinctly see at least three of the vicious goblins. There could be more of them lurking further along in the gloom. Well, this is what I'm here for. Attack the goblins. You spring forward and charge the goblins. Soon find yourself confronted by a total of four of the savage creatures. <laughs> no matter. The cruel shrieks of the go goblin foes echo off the walls of the passage as they throw at yourself to you in a frenzy, bloodthirsty attack. Begin combat with the four nanowok. The vicious goblins savagely tear at you with their claws. Hey, get some weapons. You're making me feel bad. Anyway, that's fine. 5 XP. The distant shrieks of the, of the other goblins still infesting this lair reach your ears. And you hurriedly set off on your way. And, unlike every other goblins, I do not even think about looting them. Because, at the very least, there might be a curse, but I want to fit in. And everyone else doesn't loot, so I'm not going to loot. Okay. Right, I'm going to try out the northwest side. Smell coves. And go off it. It's... Your progress along the passage is suddenly interrupted. A low nanorock emerges from the shadows and immediately charges forward and attacks. Nanorock strikes at you with a cruel blow bone bladed sword and is slain. 5 XP. You spend a few moments making sure there are no more of the wicked goblins lurking about in the shadows. Only when you're certain you're no longer in any immediate danger. Do you once again set off on your way along the passage? Your slow but steady progress along the shadowy cave passage is brought to an abrupt halt by the sudden, unwelcome sighting of a group of nanowoks standing just ahead. The horrid creatures, their faces hideously decorated and with dried streaks of blood, have yet to spot you. You can distinctly see at least three of the vicious goblins, but there could well be more of them lurking further from the gloom. Well, attack! Alright, spring forward and charge the creatures, and soon find yourself confronted by a total of four of the savage creatures. The cool streaks of the goblins' foes echo off the walls of the passage as they throw yourself at you in a frenzied, bloodthirsty attack. Four nanorock. They savagely tear at you with their claws, and they did a brutal blow for about five damage or something, and they are slain. Five XP. The distant shrieks of the other goblins still infesting this lair reach your ears. You hurriedly set off on your way. Your progress along the cave passage is suddenly interrupted. A trio of Nanowak emerge from the shadows. Huh. You should have turned up a few seconds earlier. You've been able to help your friends and still die. And immediately charge forward and attack. They tear at you with their claws. I stab with my quick stab dagger. 5 XP. You've spent a few moments making certain there are no more of the wicked goblins lurking about in the shadows. Only when you're certain you're no longer in any immediate danger, do you once again set off on your way along the passage. Right, there's something to the northwest corner. The moment you step into the small, jagged alcove at the end of the passage, a strange, silvery mist forms and rapidly envelops you. As you struggle to move free of the thick mist, you are suddenly taken aback by the apparition of a face, the smiling face of a young, beautiful woman. Have you come here freely? Do you seek only riches and reward? She says. Her voice soft and seemingly distant, 
Fortune alone pales in the light of the two secrets this place holds. Before you can respond, the face and the mist fade swiftly from view, leaving you alone in the passage. Alright, who was that then? Alright, that's the northwest corner explored. Back to the middle. Alright, here's another. Your slow and steady progress along the shadowy cave passage is brought to an abrupt halt by the sudden and unwelcome sighting of a group of nanoroks standing just ahead. The horrid creatures, their faces hideously decorated with dried streaks of blood, have yet to spot you. You can distinctly see at least three of the vicious goblins, though there could well be more of them. Further along in the gloom, and there probably is. Attack! Nope. 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 No reinforcements this time. They throw yourself at you in a frenzied, bloodthirsty attack. Tear at you with their claws. I stab with my dagger, and they are slain for another 5 XP. The distant shrieks of other goblins still infesting the air reach your ears. You hopefully set off on your way. Alright, let's go south. Oh, four Nanowak. Just gonna quick combat them. Five XP. Come that. And looking for more. And it ends like all the other Wand of Encounters do. Right, three Nanowak. Quick combat. Five XP. There's a lot of goblins here. Okay question mark. Your slow but steady progress on the shadowy cave passage is brought to an abrupt halt by the sudden and unwelcome sighting of a group of nanowaks standing just ahead. The horrid creatures, their faces viciously, hideously decorated with dried streaks of blood, have yet to spot you. You can distinctly see at least three of the vicious goblins, but there could well be more of them further along in the gloom. Attack! Five of them this time. Anyway, Bash, 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 bash. No, no, it stabs out 5 XP. As the distant shrieks of other goblins still infesting this lair reach your ears. You hopefully set off on your way. Alright, little alcove, nothing there. Alright, going east a bit. Alcove, little passage to the southeast. But first, I've got to get past this group of goblins. I see three of them, but there might be more. Nope, there's five of them. Stabity, stab, stab, stab. Stabity stab, they tear at you with their claws. Stabity stab. 5 XP. Your progress along the passage is suddenly interrupted. A pair of Nanowak emerge from the shadows. I mean, they probably heard all the screaming and dying and and deathbed defecation and the yelling and the curses. And the sound of bodies hitting the floor. And they came running. To also die. Stabity stab stab stab. They tear at you with their claws. But that's not good enough. They are slain. 5 XP. Alright. Go south. The moment you step into the small jagged alcove. At the end of the passage. A strange silvery mist forms. And rapidly envelops you. As you struggle to move free of the thick mist, you are suddenly taken aback by the appearance of a face. The face of a young, beautiful woman. I'm in the hills, she says, her voice soft and seemingly distant. You will find me in the hills. Before you can respond, the face in the mist sw swiftly fade from view, leaving you alone in the passage. Okay, the hills. I shall be exploring them later. Whatever hills these are. 
Alright, just something scuttles across your face in the darkness. Alright. Alright, there's a analog quick combat, just that one, and 4 XP for that one because it's only one. You're slow and steady. Progress along the shadowy cave passage is brought to an abrupt halt by the sudden and unwelcome sighting of a group of nanoroks standing just ahead. The horrid creatures, their faces hideously decorated with dried streaks of blood, yet to spot you. You can distinctly see at least three of the vicious goblins, though there could well be more of them further along in the gloom. Well, attack of course. Just going to quick combat all five of them. And they are slain. The distant shrieks of other goblins, still infesting this lair, reach your ears. You hurriedly set off along your way. They're probably streaking with terror now. Because there's a lot less people around. And a lot more corpses. Oh dear. Alright. Okay, it's east as I can go. The moment you step into the small, jagged alcove at the end of the passage... Strange, fill silvery mist forms and rapidly envelops you. As you struggle to move free of the thick mist, you are suddenly taken aback by the appearance of her face. It's the smiling face of a young, beautiful woman. You willingly come here. You willingly come to the place from which I cannot escape, she says, her voice soft and seemingly distant. We are not so very distant. Both seekers of that which may be ultimately unobtainable. Before you can respond, the face and the mist fade swiftly from view, leaving you alone in the passage. Right, scuss me across my feet. Alright, making my way to the northeast bit now. I think we're starting to clear out this dungeon. Alright. We're kind of twirling round to the northeast. There's alcoves off to the side. Here's alcoves to the north. The uneven walls and floors of this small alcove, the end of the cave passage, are smeared with dried blood. The smears that cover the cave wall at the north end of the alcove appear to be done quite recently. We're certain that some horrid nanowax enemy has taken place here. Hey, hey. Let's not judge them. They just have a different culture, is all. The faint but welcoming glow of pale daylight pierces the gloom to the north. You're just you're standing just, and I went north. You're standing just inside the mouth of the northern mouth of the cave. Now and again, distant muffled sounds reach your ears from somewhere deep in the twisting passages. This uninviting cave. Well, well, let's have a west then. You're standing just to the north of the dark mouth of a well-hidden cave. Just inside the southern edge of the Warring Wood, the rugged, hilly forest terrain that surrounds the cave provide ample cover, should you wish to west here. This is the northern entrance of the cave, now serving the Nanowak outpost. Well, I can west here, restore myself a bit. You tuck yourself away in a concealed nook between two moss-covered stones in a dense patch of nearby wood, and set about getting some much-needed rest. Well... With all these murderies going around, they're probably way too scared to do any waiting. But to keep them to keep them off, I'm gonna have to kill them all.
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Into the cave. Take your first cautious steps into the cave. Fortunately, that lost all the little footsteps I get on the map. So, four nanowok. Suddenly charged me, and they are slain for five XP. And much XP here. Okay. Okay, I'm in the northeast corner. There's something to the east and something to the south. I'm going to try the east one first. You stare down in horror and revulsion at the sight of the creature eyes in this wide alcove at the end of the cave passage. Lined up against the jagged eastern wall of the alcove are the severed heads of three Nanowok. You cannot imagine what action these three might have taken that would have led to such a savage punishment at the hands of their own kin. Hmm. Maybe they didn't kill me enough. Well, not to worry. The rest of their kin will join them soon. Because it's genocide time, apparently. Alright, going south. This is the last part. The passage you've been following suddenly opens into a small, roughly circular chamber of stone the centre of which lies the carcass of a massive black bear. Standing around the dead bear is a group of seven Nanowok, and as, and as one, their heads turn slowly in your direction. The largest of the hideous goblins, his head nearly level with your shoulder. That's my undisguised shoulder. Well, that's my disguised as a human shoulder. So that's actually impressive. If it was never with my shoulders and toes, that would be a very tiny goblin indeed. Separate, separates himself from the others and fixes his steely gaze on you. You are shocked to note the apparent leader of this savage crew has no arms. Two short stumps of flesh. Gruesome evidence of a brutal encounter somewhere in the wicked creature's past. Poke out from the sides of his thick high tunic. Your eyes drop to his feet, where they fall upon a strange and unsettling sight. A strip of hide is wrapped around both of his ankles, and from the side of both of his feet extend sharp metal blades. It appears this fiendish enemy of man has found a way to make up for his missing appendages. Speaking sharply in his native tongue, the Nowark leader thrusts his head in your direction. Once the other six goblins charge forward, their swords and axes poised to cut you down, behest of their feared war chief. You instinctively assume a defensive stance as the first three Nanowak warriors bear down on you. Look, I fought five and they didn't stand a chance. What do you think th chance is three going to stand? The vicious goblin warriors tear you with the claws. Wait, wait a minute, they're using claws? I think it was pretty clear that, that they had weapons before. Did they just forget about their weapons? Or did he just... Uh, well, well, it happens. The enemy deals you a savage blow for 11 damage. Well, down they go. 5 XP. 
You leap over the corpses of the goblins, strewn across the ground at your feet, prepare to engage the next three. With unnerving speed, the trio of shrieking Nanowak warriors rush forward and surround you, cutting off any means of escape from the chamber. You steal yourself for a brutal melee as you engage your savage foes in a fight to the death. It's three Nanowak warriors, savagely tear you with their claws, savage blow for nine damage, and they are slain. 5xp. The armless Nanrock warchief moves across across the chamber, gazing down with disdain at the remains of his six kinsmen now littering the floor of the cave all around you. Without warning, the fearsome goblin warrior leaps into the air and thrusts out his right leg, sending the blaze aside of his white foot hurtling across the chamber towards you. Alright, I've got some options here. I could just dodge the blades. I could use shadow magic. If I had it, which I don't, so I can't use Shadow Magic. I can use Telekinesis or Fortification. Honestly, Telekinesis is always more impressive than Fortification. It's, I think Fortification might is in most cases the most boring powers. Because it's always, the projectile hits a field of sparkling pop. Hits a, hits a barrier of sparkling blue particles or something like that. The exception is when they're... Physic, it's a melee attack. Because then, that's a lot more fun. Because they go, yeah, boom. Oh no. I am sad now. Also, wait a minute, I'm dead. <laughs> Telekinesis it is then. Alright, it succeeded. 16 XP to Telekinesis. Calling upon your mastery of mind over matter, project a power, powerful and controlled wave of telekinetic energy, the blade on the right, sending it veering into the path of the other, other and moving both missiles, missiles safely off course. The blades sail wide of you and clatter along the uneven cave floor before coming to the west at the end of the chamber. The Nanark Warchief snarls and bounds across the chamber towards you. With a flurry of acrobatic kicks, each one designed to land one of the spiked bands and circle his ankles on the side of your head. Your savage foe quickly puts you on your heels as you struggle to fend off his initial assault. After narrowly dodging his first series of attacks, you swiftly counter on your own, hoping to put down the fearsome goblin warchief before he can unleash any further surprises on you. It's an armless Nanlock warchief. But he's not letting that stop him. He's gonna, he's gonna try to kill me anyway, even though he doesn't have any arms. And soon he's not gonna have any anything, because you know, being dead and all. But still, may your courage send you to Goblin Valhalla very quickly. Uh, the animal, yeah, you st- I stab. And a sudden surge of energy overtakes you, and you lay an impossibly swift blow upon your enemy for fire damage. The Nanorok War Chief executes a dazzling spinning kit aimed at your head, which, which misses. He does it again, and this time he deals a devastating blow for 29 more damage. He keeps trying to kick me. I keep succeeding in stabbing him. He's nearly dead. And he is slain. 37 XP. With a final, ragged grasp, 
The vicious Nanook chief slumps to the ground and expires at your feet. You step back from his corpse and quickly scan the edges of the chamber, lest any of his brethren remain lurking in the shadows, preparing to catch the slayer of their chieftain off guard. Thankfully, you appear to be alone. Now, I've either killed everyone, or the... Or they're just not going to bother anymore because they don't have a leader. Which means presumably any of our left will be will go will engage in a will engage in an all night long stab party to find the next leader. And that'll take a while. And there'll barely any of them left at the end of that. And then presumably a few weeks later, another Nanorock band, I guess, will just swoop down and decide to do the same thing but that but we've got we've got ourselves a window of relative peace and which is really all we can ask for while we spend our time towering behind the outer markers you know other than purging everything appears to be alone you turn your attention to the Nauok chief's corpse and discover several gemstones tied in a hide bag tied to his waist. Wasting no time, you scoop up the valuable gems. A small garnet, a small emerald, and a small ruby. They would fetch a small, fair price, fair price, fair price. Yes, I guess I could sell them at some point. You're about to look away from the goblin's corpse and examine the remains of the other goblins you slew here, when you spot something lying on the ground to the left of the dead chieftain. Peering down, you clear closely at the small object, and are puzzled to find out it's a flat piece of stone that bears a crude etching of a hawk in flight. Not certain of its possible importance, you decide to take the item with you. Let's have a look at this. A small etched stone. This small flat stone bears the crude etching of a hawk in flight, you discovered the curious object near the body of the Nanorock chief you, you slew in the cave outpost on the southern edge of the warring wood, as you just heard. Alright, don't know what that's going to do, but I picked it up so it will presumably be important at some point. Quick, but thorough examination of the reindeer in the chamber, including the corpses of the other goblins and the carcass of the slain bear, turn up nothing of interest. With no desire to linger here for even a moment longer, you check over your equipment, prepare, and once again prepare to set off on your way through the cave. All right, I've seen everything now. There is nothing more to see in this cave. Leave the cave. Yeah, please note. Your victory over the Nanorock Warchief has driven the remainder of the goblin force in the cave. You may continue to explore the cave if you wish, or you may return to Sangard Keep to complete your mission. Ah, that's sensible. Defe defeating the boss does not suddenly end the dungeon. You can keep exploring it. Finds all those misty sorcerer or sorceress yeah, misty sorceress messages. Presumably, she knew that someone would go here to deal with the goblins. And so just left messages here, hoping, knowing that someone, that someone who can deal with the goblins would be just the sort of person she needs. Or something like that. 
All right, let's travel. To the Warring Woods, to the Hold, to Sarnguard Keep. Visit Sarnguard Keep. Your return to Sarnguard Keep is met with the heroes woken by Thakir and several of his field commanders who are present in the chamber to overhear the news of your victory over the Nenowak. The four commanders, each of them grey-haired, battle-hardened warriors, are noticeably impressed and commend your skill. Commend your skill at bravery repeatedly before taking leave of you and Thakir to return to oversee the soldiers for whom they ultimately bear responsibility. You'll have those old warlords fighting over you if you're not careful, that's Thakir. You've made a definite impression on them. And on me. Thakir closes the door to his chamber and lowers his voice. The commander of all the forces gathered at Sargard Keep looks you directly in the eye and tells you that you've already made a most favourable impression on him. You're precisely what I've been waiting for, regular dude, he says, gripping your shoulders and smiling. I've had just the faintest inkling of dread. We've been too complacent since our force has been fully assembled here. Though I dare say I would not wish to second-guess our good Thane. But, but even I am only given to know what he feels necessary for me to concern myself with. Thakir steps back and leans, leans against the long table around which the other commanders had gathered when you entered. I had hoped, to be honest with you, that some of the great heroes of our age might seem fit to lend their hand to this course, for it is indeed a worthy one, he says. One has to never wait long by the side of any fire to hear tales of Sir That's me? Um, I admit to you, regular dude, that I never tire of them. But I suppose waiting for the likes of Sir Crokington is to our hard hope. Hope will not avail us here. You do your best to maintain your composure at the mention of your name, but you have no doubt that Fakir's segment is genuine, neither infers nor is insinuating anything by his remarks. Still, he says, as his smile returns to his face, I don't feel I've been forced to settle for less, not with the likes of you, regular dude. Has it we haven't heard tales of your deeds before? Long indeed must that list be. No matter, there will be plenty that can be spun over over you by the time our work here is done. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. And a lot of those bards will have no idea. In fact, I think you know, if I do things right, none of those bards will have any idea that says, No, I don't want to hear about Sir Crokington. I want to hear about regular dude. Yeah. Why, why didn't Sir Crokington go to Sunguard Island? There's so many goblins and trolls and other monsters there. He left it to regular dude. Regular dude came to the crutch when the kingdom needed him. Sir Crokington was just hanging around on the wayland. While the while Sarngar Keep was besieged, a little little do they know the dramatic irony of that statement. You give Thakir a full account of your mission, leaving out only a few details you do not, you either feel do not merit mention, 
or you wish to keep to yourself. It is with great interest to describe your battle with the armless Nanawak war chief. An armless Nanawak might might just be more dangerous than a three-armed troll, he says. They're savage and relentless, regular dude, as they discovered in just my short time as I've discovered in just my short time on this island. Never forget that. When in the course of your account you show Fakir the small flat stone you found next to the goblin chief's body, his eyes open wide and he laughs. He moves over to a small table against the far wall and lifts from its cluttered surface a similar stone, which he promptly tosses to you. You're shocked to discover the stones are identical. I found that on the goblin of a goblin archer I cut down one of those patrols. One of the first patrols I led north south to Marks, he says. I thought it was a rare find, mind you, something quite rare. It's common as bad silver, more more like than not, it seems. Oh well. Keep it to be yourself, regular dude. Maybe you'll find yourself a collector of them. Well, I am. I am. Don't know what for, don't know why, but I am. You thank him for the stone and place both of the curious items safely in amongst your belongings. Small X stone number two. The small flat stone bears the crude etching of a hawk in flight. This was and was given to you by Flakir after we saw that he possessed an identical stone. Hmm. Okay, so there, even though they look identical, they are they are classified as different items with different numbers and everything in in your inventory. Presumably because you want to remember which one you got from Fakir and which one you got yourself. Because, you know, it's different. It's different. At length, you take your leave of Fakir, and the commander once again commend, commends you on the success of your mission, and tells you that he will have no end of tasks suited to your skills if you're up for the challenge. You sure him that you are, and he smiles. Go and rest yourself then, he says, laughing, and keep yourself out of trouble. I need you to be walking the narrow path, regular dude. Say that in a fatherly way, mind you. Go on then, get yourself some rest. Fakir sees, sees you through the door and thanks you again, closing the heavily, heavy oaken panel behind you as you step out into the wide passage outside his chamber. As you turn to move away from this door, you become aware of a figure lurking up against the front wall at the far end of the corridor, which is Luakan. His face is turned in your direction. You pretend to take no notice of him, but you are certain that he is watching you. As you reach the opposite end of the hall from where the commander's advisor lurks, you turn and are not surprised to discover that his face is still turned to you. You can't tell for a certain from the distance. You're willing to wager the look displayed on his thin, sour face is something only slightly better than a glare. And that is the end of this adventure, called The Outpost, and it gets me 2,048 experience in general, which is quite nice. Okay, there's more adventures here. Four Days Outside the Hold is the next adventure. Now, are there any adventures in the keep? In the training yard? No. In the west camp? No, 
stop exploring. Oh, there's an adventure in the main. That's also four days outside. Wait. Four days outside the hold is in... No, oh, wait. I must have... Anyway, the next adventure is four days outside the hold. You find yourself paired with Thakir's chief scout for a mission to report on enemy activity, enemy activity along the southern edge of the Warring Wood. But that will be for another time. And until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.